0: This is Danielle Jeter, founder and president of Women in Media, and you are tuned into Lauren Ree Live on Water Ice Radio.
1: This is a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Hey, it's your girl Lauren Reed, and you are now locked into Lauren Reed Live, right here on Water Ice Radio, the show where you get a little scoop of everything. Allow me to reintroduce myself, my name is Ho, H to the O, V. I used to move snowflakes by the O, Z. I guess even back then you can call me C, E, O, or the R, O, C, Ho. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Jay the Gentleman, and you're listening to Lauren Reed Live
0: on Water Ice Radio, powered by WaterIce.com, your scoop to everything Philly.
1: Now let's go! Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: Let's go get them, uh-huh. Hey, 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 uh-huh. hey, hey, uh-huh. what you got.
1: You are now locked into Lauren Live right here. Good evening, everybody. It's your girl Lauren Ree right here on What A Ice Radio, and we are back, everybody. Yes, we have been taking a little bit of a hiatus, the What Ice Radio team. We were on vacation. Um we had the 4th of July weekend, and in the week before that, I was out of town. So, welcome back, everybody. We are happy to be in the building. I'm happy to be back with my Water Ice family. What's up, everybody? How's everyone doing this evening? Y'all, Neem, I haven't seen you in forever. I'm glad you're back in the building. Hollywood Heck is here. He's all around. He's back in the building, too. Jay, if you out there listening, we miss you. Jay is actually, you guys, out working, to handling some biz nae. So, he will be back in. A couple of weeks everybody so let's get started with the show we have a very 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 amazing guest tonight well guest I should say uh, we have the ladies of women in media global here this evening we're really excited to hear to have them here ladies how are you guys doing tonight I'm great so we have Danielle and we have Camille, Camille. Um, Danielle actually is the, um, the founder of uh, women in media global correct Absolutely. absolutely and a lot of other things as well you a have, lot of other things. yes reading your bio i was like whoo she working hard i gotta set my game up right not even thirty. <laughs> but we'll get to that um very very shortly um tonight everybody uh of course we have a playlist for you um Tonight, I just decided just to do something real regular. We're listening to all of the songs that are kind of like popping right now on the charts. So, no, it is not a whole Drake playlist because, as we know, <laughs> he has like a billion streams right now. He's I think he has 10 songs in the top 100, Billboard 100. Um, so, I did not pick. I did pick one Drake song. However, I did not pick in my feelings. So nobody be upset about that. <laughs> and I don't think they will be after this weekend. But um we do have a couple Drake songs. We also got of course Ellie May. She's still in that top one hundred. Queen Naja, she's actually uh making a a dent in the charts as well She's she's definitely new on the scene She actually was a cover artist on YouTube And someone discovered her Now she has like a big hit on the radio called Medicine So we're going to take um, a listen to that as well But of course everybody you already know what we have to do We have to uh, pay some bills And also jump into the Ratchet Recap And we're going to do that when we get right back But first let's get into this first song Let's get that Ellie Mae real quick with Boot Up Get you guys all warmed up And when we come back we'll have the Ratchet Recap We'll have the Learn, Live. Let's Talk About It topic of the hour And we're going to have some good old fun tonight everyone So it's your girl Lauren Reed right here on What A Eyes Radio We will be right back And we are back everybody It's your girl Lauren Reed right here on What A Eyes Radio And that was Ellie May with Booed Up And again we are here with the ladies The beautiful ladies of Women in Media Global We have Camille Jones here And we have Danielle Jeter She's here as well We're really excited to have them here in the building So you guys you know what time it is It is time for the Ratchet Recap The Ratchet Recap is the part of the show where we talk about anything and everything that's ratchet. And tonight we're talking about sports. If you have been living under a rock today, you would have not known that former Eagles, I don't even want to say Eagles behind his name at this point. We're not even going to do that, right? So we're going to say the Bills, Buffalo Bills star Lashawn McCoy (laughs) has been accused of brutally beating his girlfriend, his son, and, you know, they always got to throw the animal in there, his dog as well. Um, we're not even going, I'm not even commenting on that piece of it, where, you know, that's just what they do, if it's an animal involved, they gotta you know, throw that in there, cause that's worse than the, the people, but anyway um, um, LaShawn McCoy has been <laughs> accused of um, several beatings, basically, that's what's going on, and it's really really sad actually, the picture surfaced m- early this morning, but they said they were out last night of his current Girlfriend, um, she—it was just a bloody mess. Um, her girlfriend took a picture of her in the hospital, and it was posted to Instagram and all other social media outlets, um, basically with a caption saying that you know he, he brutally beat her um, because he wanted her to leave the home that they shared together. Um, this has been an ongoing court battle between the two of them. Um, he's asked the courts to um, remove her from the home. The courts deny that, from whatever reason, they don't really go into detail to why. And he's been constantly wanting her to leave the house. Um, there's been an update in the story. To, um, TMZ actually said that EMTs were responded to the home early Monday morning. Um, this was a targeted home invasion. It was a woman who actually was a part of the invasion um, who has now been identified as one of McCoy's ex-girlfriends along with another um, male that did the beating on his current girlfriend and another person that was in the home. So this whole story all around is really, really sad. Um, anybody who has seen the pictures, is actually very graphic. A lot Some actual media outlets wouldn't even put up the pictures because it's so graphic. Um, to me, my personal opinion, it looks like they actually, looks like they were trying to kill the girl. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it, it's just really, really bad. So all this is alleged. We have to say that we don't know if he actually had anything to do with the home invasion and he has already come out with a statement stating that he actually did not do um he didn't physically do this to her himself with that being said i just feel like there's always is always an allegation about you know a sports star doing some type of a sports star or an entertainer we recently just had the whole fabulous situation with his Now, wife, people don't know that updated part of the story, Um, Emily B uh, with some type of domestic violence. I'm just kind of wondering like, get the feel in the room. Like, how are we feeling about these like celebrities and these athletes being accused of domestic violence? And should there be like a harder book thrown at them, especially since they're like in the spotlight? How do you guys feel about that?
0: Uh, I certainly don't agree with any domestic abuse against any person if it's a woman child or man right it's just wrong um to have to experience something like that exactly that story is very interesting and it's pretty sad to i mean it's alleged but if it did have something to do with another girl it just makes the story even worse
1: yeah and you know what i was talking to a friend earlier about this and I think it's sad on all parts because it's like, at what point does it get to where someone is trying to forcibly remove you from the home that you share that you're just kind of like, you know what? I'm good. I'm out, like, I'm just going to find somewhere else to go. Because if, if he did do this to her, um, it doesn't look like it's, like, a first-time, like, beating situation. They're mm. actually alleging that this has been, like, an ongoing situation. So, I, you know, it's almost like, when is enough enough type of thing.
0: I mean, I guess both parties have something to do with it. Not yeah. saying that she, you know...
1: Deserved it or... Deserved it, or, it yeah. but
0: if it's alleged that it's an ongoing situation, then both parties have something to do with it. But he also demonstrates characteristics of a man who's not really a man. mm and um to me he just reveals that he's not a man that i particularly would want to be involved with or be with because if you really felt that strongly about it you probably could have left exactly and And just kept it peacefully and made an exit i'm out she decided not to leave right treat her like a woman like a lady with some respect and you you exit the situation
1: and i'm gonna and i'm and i'm and i'm out like i have enough money to go get another spot you know what i'm trying to say or whatever the whatever. case might be but is it really worth like all of this and it's funny that you said that he doesn't show the characteristics of someone that i want to be with because there is a story um when he was actually at eagles it was like a um it's kind of like big when everybody would start doing like party busts like party like let's go on somewhere on a party bus he had a birthday party and it was the first part of it was on a party bus of course they had like a whole bunch of girls on there whatever and apparently they were doing like a lot of disrespectful things to the women Mm. on this party bus and again this is all legit (laughs) but they were like popping bottles of champagne you know how they're like spraying it on um everybody and one of the girls was like yo like y'all tripping like just chill so apparently he was like if you don't like it you can leave and she was like i'm not saying that i'm just saying like can y'all just stop And allegedly he was like, actually, you know what, pulled a bus over and left this girl like in the middle of the highway on the middle of the night um, with pretty much like no way to get, you know, to get home. And it was just kind of like there's like Was this before Uber uh, that I I don't know. He hasn't been on the team in a while. So it may be before it may be before Uber. Uber. I'm pretty sure. But what I'm saying is that he has a track record of Uh, doing things that are very this is very characteristic of him yeah you know what i'm trying to yeah. say so i hope he did not have anything to do with this because again like i said if you haven't seen the pictures and you want to check them out they're all over the internet i mean it's really really bad but prayers up to this girl i hope she has like a speedy recovery because it doesn't look like it's, it's gonna be good but she has she shares it and the other part about it is she shares a child with him Oh, she has a child with him. Yeah, so this is like he has like, zero respect. Yeah, she shares like a a, a three or uh, like a two or three year old son with him. So it's 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 so many layers to this story. I hope you know this kind of like I don't even can't say I hope this ends up well. I mean, I hope she this this is the the end for her that she, that she is like that I'm good. that I'm good, you know. And a lot of girls, I hope I mean, a lot of girls kind of sort of get caught up in the the lifestyle, correct. Um, especially like we were talking, it's about more
0: where that came from.
1: I talked about like the Emily thing <laughs> after you know what I mean. Like I was, I was. Everybody in here knows I was in here standing for Emily. Like Fab is a is is a clown. Like I would never go back to him. He knocked her teeth out. Like I was in here like going hard for her, and then she turned around and married the bull. So they can't convict them of the of the um the abuse and it's kind of like so she well, just he did opened it. the door
0: and welcomed and whatever type of behavior he wants to follow <sighs> later down the line
1: i can't i it's, it's it's a really it's really sad and i hope that more people start speaking out against the domestic violence that is actually going on um and actually start to get the strength to actually get up and leave because what you see is is that an example is of her other women they are afraid to leave like you said they may not want to leave the lifestyle so it's hard but shady mccoy got that name for a reason Mm -hmm. he's rather shady and this story is not over i'm pretty sure there's going to be more details that unfold. So if we find something else out, you know, we'll bring it to you in a ratchet recap. But if you guys have any um, thoughts or comments about it, make sure you hit us up in our Instagram and Facebook page and tell us um, what you guys think as well. So right now, what we're going to do is we're going to go into another song break. Uh, actually, we talked about Queen Naja. She's a new artist. She's actually she's like very young. She's not even um. I think she's not even like 21 yet she's like super young but she's been like at the bt Awards recently she's been all over youtube and actually the song medicine is pretty cool so we're going to jump into that and when we get back we're going to get into the lauren re live let's talk about it topic of the hour which is our interview with women in media all right everybody you already know what it is it's Water ice radio we will be right back hey everybody it's your girl lauren re and i got my boy Jada gentleman yeah, here with yeah. me yeah and we are about to pay some bills, everybody. That's right. First off, shout out to Samsung Technologies. They provided us with equipment for our post and pre-production needs. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And then we have the Newsstand Association of Philadelphia. They have over 50 screens across Center City with our show playing on exclusively. So thank you to them. Yes, yes. And last but certainly not least, we got Boom 103.9 Philly. Boom. Thank you very much. We are on their website. You can check us out, go to the top of the website, hit the website exclusives, all that good stuff. We got our amazing content, and we got more coming up, so please stay tuned. Yeah, guys, we're going back to the show right now. Don't go anywhere. We are back, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What Eyes Radio, and it is my favorite time of the show. It's the Lauren Reed. Let's talk about a topic of the hour, and tonight we have beautiful guests in the building. We have... The women in media. Here we have Danielle, we have Camille, and they're going to tell us all about their amazing company. I'm actually really excited. I got to get you guys to get in the building because you're always moving and shaking and doing stuff. So I was like, I don't even know if they're gonna have time to come through. <laughs> but I was like, I'm going, I'm going to shoot my shot, like everybody says. Um, but you guys are always doing something amazing, so I wanted to take the time to have you guys here because. I'm a woman in media, and Absolutely. there's a lot of, um, of girls out there that want to get involved as well. And I thought this would be a wonderful platform for you guys to come and talk about it. So let's just, you know, introduce yourselves to everyone. So Danielle, you can go first. All right. Who, I mean, who are you? Who 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 is Danielle? Thank you for having me. Of course. I'm excited to be here.
0: So uh, we appreciate the invitation. Of course. You are a woman in media. You are sister. So we I hope try, to see you trying, around. Trying. <laughs> We want to see you on the (laughs) ground. We want to embrace you. Absolutely, you know. But I am—if I could describe myself in three titles. Okay.
1: Um, You know, first boss and more boss.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and foremost, I am a child of God on a mission to do whatever it is that he will have for me to do. Uh, my life is purpose driven, have Great. a destiny. So wherever he will have me to be, I am more than willing to go. Uh, with that being said, today, right. I am a CEO. I am a artist, performing artist. I do theater arts and also an
1: activist. Nice. And you're under 30, correct? And I'm under 30. I'm going to keep riding it. You're going to keep riding it until you hit 30. Yes. Please do. Because when you turn 30, girl, that's (laughs) an off-air conversation. But (laughs) some things start to change. But no, that is what's up. Like, you are um, actually out here doing a lot of stuff. I didn't add activists to the bio to my notes, but... Um, What are you doing as, you know, what activism things are you doing right now? So
0: Women in Media is certainly one of the platforms that we use um, because we advocate for women and we... Our whole mission is to remember women, remind them to own their voices. Okay. Um, Also, I do a little politics, you know. I'm a commissioner for Governor Tom Wolf. I'm the youngest appointed commissioner in the state of Pennsylvania. Um, And so with that being said, we advocate and we also advise the governor on affairs when it comes to the black community. So if it has anything to do with how he should respond to situations such as the Starbucks, we're behind the scenes writing and giving him proposals. Hey, you should say this or don't say this. You should show up here or you should not show up here. And ways he should move on legislation when it comes across his desk. Um, And so those are some of the ways that I do advocacy work um, when it comes to, you know, policy, when it comes to making sure that we have elected officials in office who represent our concerns
1: and who represent and look like people like us. So you are a Spelman graduate. Yes. And you also, this is wonderful. Um, African American Chamber of Commerce. You were named the Young Professional of the Year. That was a, a huge accolade. Um, how did that actually come about?
0: Uh, when I got that honor, I was really um, just grateful, you know, for mm. it. It was my first honor as a college graduate who has been, you know, building my companies and my enterprises, and so. I was at the Chamber of Commerce doing work. I was a member at the African-American Chamber of Commerce, and I saw an opportunity that was missing, and I owned my voice and raised it. Nice. And said, there are no opportunities here for people like me. I'm a young black woman in business, and all of your initiatives here speak to people who are established
1: in business. Okay.
0: But this is the African-American Chamber of Commerce. I'm an African-American. What can you do for me? There was nothing there. So I sat down with the chairman of the board and I presented them a proposal and said these are some of the steps that I believe the chamber can take to start engaging people of my generation, um, the millennial generation. And so I was there doing work. I was building out the young professional uh, membership there. Mm -hmm. I was exposing their message to the community at large. And they honored me for that work of just being diligent. Um, You know, I was a volunteer. Okay. You know, and I came in with initiatives. But not only did I have initiatives, I also implemented those initiatives.
1: So let's rewind it back just a little bit. How did you actually get your start in media?
0: I got my start in media Well, I was introduced to the world of communications at large through theater arts. Okay. Um, I'm a dancer. I was at Spelman. I got a degree in theater arts from there. And at a young age, I went from just performing on stage and doing choreography and soloing to learning the production elements of how to put together a show. And whenever you're put to, putting together a show, one of our worst fears as artists is that we perform to an audience of no one. Like, <laughs> we, we need it sold out. <laughs> like, I need everybody to come through, sold out, lying around the corner. Right. I, need, I need that, the seats filled. And so, when I started to learn the production elements of how to put together a show, that means getting butts in seats, selling tickets, and doing the marketing. And that started to open up another world for me. It it allowed me to learn new skills. Okay. Um, And so, I was driven off of my passion for theater to learn these new elements and to learn these other production skills. And I took that, I did that in high school. Went to Spelman, did that in college, did it all. Anywhere that there was a stage and a performance at Morehouse and Spelman, I was in it. You were there. Auditioned everywhere. I I went to school for that. That's that's what I was, you know, chasing. And I began to learn new things, and I took those skills out of the world of theater and just into the world. Just people. People. You know, loving people, always enjoying bringing people together for a good cause, Always having a big mouth and kind of knowing what the moves was. I was a promoter in college, okay. so I got out of theater. I was still doing theater, but then I also took it a step further. I joined some promotion teams in Atlanta. I was down there pushing all the clubs. I was on South Beach. So you've
1: seen all sides of, of it, basically. Yes. So that's so basically from there, how did you kind of get into birthing women in, women in media?
0: So from there, I came home from Spelman. And I fought that decision because my plan was to go to LA, be a Lakers girl, and be a teacher. Really? Yeah. Uh, I was going to take all my money from graduation in the cart, okay. buy a one way flight to LA, and keep it moving. I was either going to be in LA or be in Atlanta. Philly was not in the plans. I came home depressed. What am I doing here? <laughs> Why am
1: I home? I've, Philly heard, was this not- st- I've, back I've heard this story a couple of times. <laughs> I must- Lord, what am
0: I doing here? You know, um, and so I went to radio one as a college graduate, took an internship there because I wanted to learn more about event planning and I knew the radio station did events. I went to the radio station for one thing and left with an entirely new skill set, which was radio. So my background in media is radio. So I got to Radio 1. I started to do content producing there and learning all about, you know, studio live and um, had the ability, had the opportunity to work on Dean Wiseman's show, My New Philly. Yeah. I mean, not My New Philly, My Philly lawyer. lawyer. Yeah. My Philly Lawyer. So he has the legal talk show on Sundays. So I was his first producer for that show. Did that. I did Philly Speaks with e. Stephen Collins. And from there, the door continued to open. I went to Comcast and started producing TV. I went to Word Radio, started producing shows over there. Then I started to do some um, freelance writing for different outlets around the city, and it just kept going. So it was really me just launching a business in event planning, realizing that the radio station had, you know, events, and I ended up getting more than what I was even thinking about um, at the time.
1: So before we go to break, um, why didn't you believe that women in media was something that was needed at that time especially in our city
0: i went to a film screening about philadelphia's art scene and i was very excited to be there because it married my two worlds arts and media okay and it was a group of young filmmakers so it was a great opportunity to go out and support went hated it terrible because they only had one woman represented in that film for her art. So if you're going to make a feature film about my city, Philadelphia's art scene, make sure that the narrative is correct. And for me, it just, it didn't reside well with me. Okay. You know, especially coming right back home from Spelman, a mecca that really celebrates women, black women, and provides for us. And then I come home to Philly, and it's like, y'all excited about shopping a film around in film festivals that's just not true, you know? Hmm. And so they had a DJ represented in the film, which is cool, but like, what about visual artists? What about performance artists? What about people who- Radio
1: personalities?
0: Who create, you know, sculptures and things like that. All types of, all of that was missing. It was just males, males, black males. It was just bad. It was just bad. And so it just, something inside of me couldn't let it go. And it moved me to just create a small conversation in a private event to remind women to own their voices. Because somewhere along the line, a woman's voice was not at the table. If she was at the table, she didn't own her voice to speak up to represent other women. And that's, that's where it really got started. Ooh. So from
1: that, it has become all of this. All of this. Which <laughs> we will get into a little bit more when we come back from break. Um, because I do want to know, you know, where women in media is at this time, um, who fits into the mold to be a part of women in media and how we actually do that. And then I have some other questions for you and Camille, so I didn't forget about you. Uh, we're going to, uh, get you into this conversation as well. So everyone, we got Drake coming up. This song is Elevate. I actually kind of sort of like this song a little bit off the album. I said, kind of, sort of, Swiss, don't, 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 don't quote me on it. I kind of, sort of like this one. Listen, out of 30 songs, I can like one. Okay? <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> How, was it like 30 songs? It's like 25, 30 songs. I can like one. It's okay. All right. So, everybody, we will be right back. It's your girl, Lauren Reed right here on What Ice Radio. Don't go anywhere. We are back, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed right here on What Ice Radio. We having this interesting behind-the-scenes talk about the in my feelings challenge i mean i'm just gonna pose the question really quick does drake owe the shiggy show a check he absolutely does owe him a check <laughs> i'm sorry like a couple people on my, my facebook page was like no he don't know him nothing if anything drake now people know who the shiggy show is i'm like nah nobody was worried about that in my feelings song at all nobody's so he worried did about it. either one of them the song or him shiggy <laughs> Shimmer? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, I like it's the same challenge. thing. So that's what someone said on my page. Someone said, at the minimum, he should be in the video. Like, if they do a video for it. Oh, that's like a good idea. He should be in the, at the minimum, he should be being be that. I agree with that. I'm not even going to lie. I saw the post, and I was like, yo, when it first came, I was like, yo, what is he doing? Because he has this, like, tight pink Reebok sweatsuit on. And I'm like, yo, what is ball doing? Because he's always doing something like. Really silly, like and crazy. I'm like, what? What is really going on? And I'm like, all right. And I just kept passing. And literally, 24 hours later, it was like explosive. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. I was just like, okay, well, let's see how this goes. And here we are now. It's the wave is coming down though. People are getting tired of the song. <laughs> so by next weekend, people will have posted like, if I hear this damn Kiki one more time. It's going to be on. No, seriously, somebody put up one meme that said when you're trying to uh, concentrate hard on something, all you can come up with is Kiki. (laughs) It happened to me earlier today. I'm like, "Mm." so, yeah, what else do I have to do? And I'm like, Kiki. Yeah, I was like, Dad, this is bad. It's really, really bad. It's sad, though. But like you guys said behind the scenes, Sierra did kill it. You do want to watch some of the good ones. Sierra killed it. Russell was just riding a wave in the back. I don't know what Russell was doing. I was like, I get it. You're just going to watch your wife. Dang. I get it. Um, she really started killing it. She did. Danny Lee did a good job. She's another artist. And my boy, uh, the one who did it first after Ziggy, uh, what's the football player name? Odell. I think he killed it a little bit. <laughs> he always doing something like that, though. He always is dancing around um, in a video. All right, but we're back to the things that are important. <laughs> women in media, um, Danielle and Camille are here, um, and we're talking about the whole women in media movement. And it's just you guys have such a great brand and a and a good um, topic for young women who are trying to get into this media game. So I just kind of want a, a couple questions, especially for you, Camille, and your experience in being a woman in media. Um, what do you think some of the misconceptions of being a woman, a woman in this industry actually is? Because I think sometimes women can get a bad rap. So what do yeah. you think some of those misconceptions are?
0: Some of the misconceptions are that women can't work together. Like, we can't all get along. Mm. But um, you see it a lot on, like, VH1 and all the um, reality TV shows. Right. Yeah, because it's <laughs> because it's
1: not reality. It's a it's a show. Sure. <laughs> ratings, so. Exactly. Um but I hate those shows, by the way. You know what? Watching. I'm gonna be really honest with you. I stop I would, watching TV. I watch them you them. stop watching TV. That's the only I, way I stop so watching. Then, TV. I'm gonna be honest with you, it's the only way that I'm going to stop watching trash TV, is if I stop watching TV completely because you easily get sucked in because It's like, well, Dag, what's on TV tonight? It's nothing there. Then before you know it, you clicked on VH1, Love & Hip Hop is on, (laughs) someone's jumping across the table, and I mean, instantly, you want to see why the person just jumped across the table, right? So, you're sucked in. And I took a break for a really long time. I forgot what show it was that kind of got me hooked back in again, and... It's actually my girlfriend. Shout out to the group text. Y'all know who y'all are. Like, they would be talking about it, and I would be the only one, like, Sorry. not commenting. So I would sneak and be like, what are they talking about? And I would go look at it. And I'm like, oh, that's what they were talking about. Because I'm on the group set, like, stop watching that trash <laughs> But behind right. the scenes. I was like, <laughs> exactly. I'm, like, taking a peek. But, yeah. um, no, seriously, from what you just said. I know that is one of the misconceptions that we all can't work together. Um, So how do you keep that cohesiveness? I mean, it is a women that is, is I'm sorry, a company that's surrounded by uh, just all women. So how do you try to build that cohesiveness, avoid all those misconceptions? And I mean, let's be honest, sometimes it's not easy working with all different types of personalities, especially women tend to have very strong personalities sometimes. So agreeing on things like how do you guys keep that type of stuff up?
0: I mean, we're mission focused, you know, and so everybody who's around the table should understand and they do understand and know that we're here to invest in women and serve women, you know, and being a servant leader comes with a level of humility, Mm -hmm. and if you don't have that humility, then this is not really the place for you. We're a nonprofit organization that's here to give back to others. While we do create opportunities and platforms for ourselves to highlight our own work and our initiatives and to reach our goals, it's a community aspect here, you know? Um, So I think it really, I mean, with anything, you start the presidents from the head up, you know what I mean? The head down. I mean, so it's like, I, you know, I try my best to lead by example um, and to operate out of a spirit of excellence. And when I fall short, I appreciate the people around me who will tell me, like, yo, get it together. You know what I mean? And that I can value. And being
1: open to that, right? Right,
0: and and value, you know, that. But this is not a place where we're just here to grandstand, where we're here to, like, you know, just stand on the backs of others and not help each other. Like, we're all here to help each other. We're all here trying to, you know, really move forward with all of the visions and different things that we have. So I think setting the tone from the beginning, being very organized, letting people letting our members know the expectations and then really walking what you talk you know because people observe you they see you and they see how you operate you know so it's one thing you can say oh this is what we do and you can put it on paper and say this is what we do but you got to be a living example of that
1: absolutely you know
0: and so just from my background in general I went to all-female college I was a Girl Scout growing up, but I have no biological sisters. I have all brothers. Okay. But, you know, being a part of Spellman, and that was really the example that showed me that women work excellent together. And if we can be very direct and specific, black women, you know? No, um, please do. And sometimes young people decide that they don't even want to consider Spelman as an option because it's an all-girls school, and they don't want to deal with women or they don't want to deal with girls because girls are catty. And I'm like, that. well, where? Why? You know, like, that's immature women. That's women who don't have respect for each other, but right. Spelman is an amazing place. You should want to be around sisters. Like, you should want to have that camaraderie. Um, but we also take the time. I think it's very important that we get to know each other outside of business and work. So it's not always work. We have a lot of social time,
1: too. So you said something about um, setbacks and, you know, people being able to lift you up when you have those setbacks and say, all right, Danielle, you got to, you know, get back on, back on the horse, get it put together. Um, how have some of those setbacks or, failed or failures made you stronger through this process? You have two businesses. So you. um, the other one we didn't talk about. Three. Three. I'm sorry. (laughs) I only know about two. So I know the event planning and PR business. Yes. AOI, right? Yep. And then women in media. So, you know, I'm sure you've dealt with some failures and setbacks. Oh, yeah. So how has that, you know, kept you grounded into where you are today?
0: They are all learning lessons and building blocks. And I had to realize that it comes with the territory of being an entrepreneur and it comes with the territory of being a CEO and really going into uncharted waters and like on this unconventional path. You know, my professional path and what I'm doing in my business is very unconventional, you know, so I'm blazing a trail and creating something from nothing that has not been created before in the way that I'm doing it. Okay. Um, so with that being said, first, I graduated with a degree in theater arts and history. So what I'm doing in business is totally nothing to do with right. my
1: degrees. <laughs>
0: you know, so everything is learning on the job. Um, and it gets very hard. I'm not going to say that it's not hard. Entrepreneurship is probably the most... It's, it's very difficult. And one of the hardest things that I've ever attempted in life. But it's rewarding. But... Um, But having those setbacks and failures really just provides opportunities to see where I can improve and get better at. And then a lot of times I look at motivational stories of people who like the guy who started Amazon, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and how many times people have failed before they got to where they are. Even Steve Harvey, um, Steve Harvey's. Story, you know, yeah. he was homeless, right? You know, I'm like, maybe the prerequisite to success is that you have to be homeless for a little bit <laughs> before you get on, all right? You know, um, and so just really using those different people's stories as motivation to keep going, um, but you can't sit in your downwardness
1: and your failures, in your you failures. definitely can't. You can't,
0: um, and you can't always take yourself too seriously, like, come on, like. I was 20 when I started this business. Like, give me a break. Ain't nobody give me no money to start this. Like, all of this is from the muscle. I started from literally nothing, you know, with no formal background. I didn't walk into legacy money. I didn't walk into seed money. You know, I just walked with an uh, idea and a vision and just worked it to make it happen.
1: Cool. So, women in media, who is like the ideal person to be a part of this organization and how would one? be a part of the organization
0: sure so women in media is exactly what it says women in media so we are diverse by ethnicity we are diverse by age group we are diverse by discipline in media so mm-hmm. whether that is a radio host or personality like yourself mm-hmm. whether it's a producer whether it's a designer a videographer a edit- editorial person who writes for p- newspapers or magazines um, photography, film, you know, new media, traditional media, and even communications fields and, like, the PR fields. So those are really the core of who our members are. And it's also comprised of women who are actually working in the industry or those who aspire to enter the industry, such as students, whether it's high school students, college students, or even women who are going through career changes and they want to get into... Um, the industry we also have people who network with us who are authors and writers okay as well and even
1: artists Um, so how do that how does how do those um artists writers how does that kind of correlate to what you guys do so how do you guys work hand in hand together
0: a lot of times we we work with artists especially artists who have great messages that they share through their music um, we allow them to utilize our platform to expose their message, Okay. you know, um, and they're always seeking opportunities to expose their work and what it is that they're doing. So we just kind of provide an avenue for them to do that. And we we support them, you know, in that. Um, and when it comes to writing, you know, at is very basic form of communications, any form of communications or media, I mean, writing is is a basic fundamental. Right. You know, Um, so someone who authors a book, you know, that's that's writing. That's art. You know, Um, so for us, that's just another avenue of sharing and exposing a story. It's storytelling,
1: you know, even music that's storytelling. So that's a perfect um, point for us to take a pause and transition um, into a music break. And then when we come back, um, we're going to kind of sort of talk about your annual um, Women in Media Conference. The best event just...
0: in the entire city of
1: Philadelphia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're going to talk about the type of events that you have, your um, the speakers who come through. I know you guys just had one this past September, correct? That's when it was, correct? Yes, yeah, so it's every this September. September. Every September. So I want you to... Um, audience to get to know what you know what they can be prepared for coming up this year um for the conference and what kind of activity you guys have planned for that um and also how they can be a part of women in media so we'll get on to all of that when we come back awesome. um i don't know what's coming up on the way so we have khalid ty dollar signs and six black with on the way it's your girl lauren Ree right here on what ice Radio. we'll be right back We are back. We are back. We are back. It's your girl Lauren Reed right here on What I Ice Radio, and that was Khalil Six Black anti dollar signs, but on the way, that video is pretty dope. If people still watch videos, um, check that one out. Right. <laughs> I feel like people don't watch videos anymore. You but gotta
0: like search them up. Yeah,
1: yeah. You get on YouTube. YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. So so somebody be like, "Did you see that video?" Like, Exa- no, exactly. That's where basically where they get to see it at. But I have the um the women here from Women in Media. Um, and we we're talking about their annual conference that they do in September. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about that. So the conference, um, is, you said how many years have you been doing the conference now? This year will be our sixth annual conference. Wow, six years in the making. So if I was to come to the conference, what would I be looking forward to? A bunch of awesomeness. <laughs> of course. So right? it's
0: really like a day of celebration of women it's a very warm inviting and very exciting atmosphere and so this year it's two days okay previously past five years it has been a one-day conference but the women never want to leave nice like never want to leave it went from a half-day conference to a full-day conference and we always extend the time a little bit okay. by an hour or two each year and now it's two days Um, So at that conference, we have a keynote speaker who also gets the Rete of Media Award, and that award is given to a woman who demonstrates excellence in media and who is invested in supporting and investing in women. Nice. Um, And so we open up with the keynote address. We also have a networking breakfast. It's like a mimosa breakfast with like a DJ. So we like start you out real warm. (laughs) We have a panel discussion and the panel is always centered around what the theme is for the year. Uh This year's theme is Limitless Beyond the Glass Ceiling. So now that, you know, women has really been setting the bar very high. We've been accomplishing and achieving more than we've ever had. It's been like a, 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 all of a sudden, like a boom. It's been like the century of the woman. Yes. They say, is people are like, I really believe this is the year of the woman. woman. I'm like, it's been the year of the woman for the past six years. Where have you been? This is the century <laughs> of the woman. And so, you know, now that we have exceeded our limits, we have done all of these amazing things. We are, you know, breaking barriers. You know, we're beyond the ceiling. What's, right. what's now what's there you know what's next so that's what we're going to conference about this year we'll have a panel discussion normally we we feature four women who are experts in media and then we have workshops so The first day will be all the speakers. Okay. It will be the award ceremony. And for the first time, we're incorporating some performances. We have like, we're at the International House, which is 3701 Chestnut Street, right on the campus of University of Penn. Yep. And we rented out the beautiful theater with the stage. And I'm like, we're going to use this theater, (laughs) you know. So we're going to incorporate some local acts. And we're also considering bringing down some acts from Atlanta because we have two chapters. So we have Atlanta and we also have Philly. So we, you know, making sure that we're incorporating and, you know, doing some cross exchange between the two cities. So that will be really exciting and new for this year as well. In addition to that, we have a media marketplace where we're hoping that water ice will be stationed this year. And
1: Yay. no, yes, we will. Be yeah. Right?
0: <laughs> I mean, it's, I put my request in very early. We can all <laughs> plan it out and make sure it goes smooth. But the Media Marketplace is a great opportunity because that's where we do a lot of our live media. Yeah. You know, so we'll do some live broadcasts. We've had WRD there in the past doing live radio. And um, we also have opportunities for people who are looking for professional work in media media and communication. So if there's an agency... A company who has internship opportunities, hiring opportunities, consultant work, any type of project work that women can, you know, really use their skills and talent. They're represented in the media marketplace. We have an author's corner and we feature a select few of authors who are published um, women authors and they get to sell their books and tell their stories there. And something new for this year is a beauty bar. Mm. So we want to incorporate some beauty, some health and wellness, some lifestyle things that women can um, pick up while they're at the conference and learn some new techniques um,
1: to take home with them. So this is Saturday and Sunday, September
0: 15th and 16th. 16th.
1: Yeah, and when are tickets gonna start going? On they're sale. on sale
0: now. You can buy all of them if you would like. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're all available.
1: You can buy all of them. Right? Yeah, get your friends, everybody, everybody right now. So, um, before we kind of sort of wrap this up, I just want to uh, make sure that I have a one very important question because what I got from the bio was that you have the um essential ease you like to empower educate and i forget the last one of empower educate empower equipped and and encourage encourage right equipped
0: aka educate yeah (laughs) um so
1: um i thought that was amazing for because you know a young girl coming into the industry sometimes they feel voiceless and they don't know where they fit into this industry because it's huge, right? It is. You can do so many different things, and some people feel like they're pigeonholed only to do one thing. So what is the one thing that you would tell someone, a young woman coming into this um, industry who wants to have a voice, but they feel voiceless? What would be that one piece of advice that you could give her?
0: So you touched on something very important, and um, you talked about having diversity pretty much in your portfolio of media yeah. and one of the things that we touched on and maybe conference like two was multimedia and being a woman who is multifaceted in the industry because you know gone are the days where you have maybe a newspaper editorial company who will have a reporter a photographer, a videographer now you have to do all those three things you have to go get the story, you have to edit it you have to shoot it, it put it up you know and so the market jobs it. market it you know <laughs> so you have to be able to do a lot of those different things and women who have been in the industry you know um it's a learning curve and it's changing for them too they either have to learn pick up new skills so they can swim or they they get out of here because they can't adapt
1: us oh, new media that's so real radio you know? is the, the radio is the same thing get into radio like, this is what I wanted to do. And then it was like, oh, no, I need you to interview someone in front of the camera. And I was like, I don't do that. I don't so, do that, right? Right, yeah, right. You know what I mean? You have to learn and how to adapt and to get into those things. Because, like you said, longer the days where all you do is sit in the studio and no one ever see. You remember the days you didn't know what the radio personality looked like? <laughs> looked like. Unless you went to, like, an event. <laughs> right. Like, I remember listening to the radio and never knowing what, you know, you know, the the radio personalities look like unless you went to, like, Powerhouse. Right. And then they came to introduce the artist. And then you're like, oh, that's what <laughs> Golden Girl looks like or whoever, like, that's who that, or Wendy, that's who that person is. Right, like, you just knew you their voice. You didn't know their, you just knew their voice, correct. So, like you said, those days are gone. You gotta gone. do everything. everything. So, so for sure, that's definitely a
0: advice that I would give out, you know, to our women is, you know, make sure that you're picking up multiple skills and that you can, market yourself in a couple of different ways, you know. Um, another another form of advice that I got that I would like to share is that, you know, continue to create content, mm-hmm. you know, because you might want to work for a big station or a big media conglomerate, but if you don't get the opportunity, who cares? We have all these outlets and all these different ways that we can, can create our own content, our own media, and really, I mean, Instagram has a new feature. You create your own TV show right on Instagram so you can You're. We're gotta so figure empowered. out
1: how to use that yeah, haven't figured it all out yeah yet. <laughs> you know but
0: we're empowered today to really own and do our own thing so yeah. really establishing what your brand is who you are creating that content and making sure that your skill
1: set is diverse so that you can market yourself in different ways and how do you make sure that your voice doesn't get lost in all of that because sometimes it can happen Owning your voice? Yeah. How do you keep your how you owning your voice?
0: I think that at first you I mean should be and be true to yourself and know who you are. Um, because when you begin to center in on who you are, then you will understand your voice and the energy and what you bring to the table. Nice. You know, so knowing self, understanding what self wants, understand what self needs, what self loves, and then when you really know your voice and when you understand who you are not being afraid to share it and let it be known you know um but also find ways where it's it's respectable when you share it it's something that makes sense you Mm. know because sometimes we can misuse our voices yeah we can (laughs) you know so make sure that whatever you decide to say or decide to put out there that it's something that will represent yourself
1: i love it i love it i love it um before we go ahead and get out of here, make sure that people know where they can find Women in Media on like social media, all your handles and things of that nature.
0: Absolutely. Everybody, save the date for the sixth annual Women in Media Conference, yes. September 15th and 16th, right here in Philadelphia. It is not a conference just for Philly. You can come from Africa and come. You can come from Atlanta. You can come from Florida. This is Women in Media Global. We are on line women in media global.org our instagram is at whim global facebook at whim global our twitter is at WIM speaks and you go on our website check out our instagram page you'll get all the details for the conference september 15th and
1: 16th yep all right well you guys heard it first that is our interview with women in media global make sure you guys are getting your tickets right now for the 6th annual conference I guarantee it's going to sell out it will it will. there will be no empty seat there um, What Ice Radio will definitely be in the building make sure that we get our tickets first before it all sells out um, <laughs> you, <laughs> uh, we will definitely be pushing that for you guys I'm really excited to be able to be a part of that and get to see who you guys have on the bill and who's going to be there this interview was amazing ladies thank you for stopping through I always tell all my guests the first time you come you are a guest the next time you come your family so make sure you come by again so we get to talk closer to the date of the um of the the conference you maybe make some exclusive drops who is actually going to we'll be, be there, there. yeah that would be really cool if you guys can come through and do that as well thank you all right everybody make sure you are tuned in to the lauren re live show Every Tuesday, 8 o'clock, right here on Water Ice Radio. Make sure you download that free tune in app and also check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the other good stuff. You know the handle Water Ice Radio. And it's your girl, Lauren Ree. And never forget, not all superheroes wear capes, but sometimes they wear headphones. Peace. <laughs>